So as I'm sharing my time with you, uh, today I would love to speak about the call of God. And the title of my message is Step into the Call. Tell the person next to you, Step into the Call. The greatest miracle in your life is not really that you believe in God, but it is God believes in you. There are two great days in the life of any person on earth. The first one is the day when we were born. And the second one is the day when we discover why we were born. And I came from the other side of the world today to tell you, you were born to walk into the call of God, to step into the call of God, to live out the call of God for your life. Can I hear an American, Italian, New Zealand, amen here? <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to share a passage from Scripture. I'm going to share a Scripture with you from the book of Acts. Chapter 22. You are probably familiar with this, but I want to read it from verse 6, the Passion Translation. It talks about Paul, by that time he was called Saul, and is in contact with the Lord. And as I was on the road approaching Damascus, about noon, a brilliant heavenly light suddenly appeared, flashing all around me. This is Paul speaking. And as I fell to the ground, I heard a voice saying, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Who are you, my Lord? He said to me, I am Jesus the victorious. I am the one you are persecuting. So I asked, Lord, what am I to do? And the Lord said, get up and go into Damascus. And there you will be told about all that you are destined to do. In this portion of scripture, we immediately see the ABC of faith. And it is get up, go, do. It's not complicated. Faith is not complicated. Faith, most of the time, is simply... Getting up, deciding to get out of bed or get out of your depression or get out of uh, your self-pity, get out of whatever you are doing. Faith is simply getting up, go. Sometimes you don't even know where to go. You just go. You just move because you don't want to stay there. You go wherever the, what the Bible is telling you, whatever the leader is telling you. You go and you do. God doesn't have perfect people. He's not waiting for perfect people to do something. He's going to use the people he has on the way, on the road, that are willing to get up, to go, and do. Can I hear a yes or something? So if we want to really step into the call of God, we need to understand, first of all, that it takes time for preparation. Preparation. 
If your current situation doesn't not look like your destination, it's your season of preparation. If you post it on social media, you tag me, okay? Sometimes we stop moving because the current situation, the current experience, whatever we are living in, doesn't really fit with the vision the Lord has given us, with the dream He has given us, with the prophecy He has given us. But I want to tell you something. There will be time of preparation in your life. Times where you don't understand everything, but you do it anyway. Times where you are not really serving something that looks like yours, but as, as much as you are faithful with the things of others. Come on, I'm preaching good. I'm going to try on this side. As long as you are faithful with the little things of others, then God can entrust you with something yours. I remember in the life of Jesus... When he was uh, only 12, I told the story last week about one, 24 hours in the life of Jesus. And I, w I just want to briefly mention something here. That Jesus up to 30 didn't do anything miraculous. He was actually a normal kid. He was serving, he was working. He was just like one of us. I want to show it to you in the scripture. Luke chapter 2 verse 50. The Bible says that Jesus went down to Nazareth with them. This was at the age of 12. And was continually submissive and obedient to his parents. I'm pausing here. And his mother treasured all these things in her heart. And Jesus kept increasing in wisdom and in stature. And I like the Passion Translation that says maturity. And in favor with God and with man. <laughs> the Lord Jesus was a submitted person. He was the owner of everything, but he didn't own a house. He was the creator of every beautiful thing and uh, horses and stallions and everything. Yet he was riding a donkey. He could be born in a five or six stars hotel. After all, the Bible says that God, to God belongs the gold and everything on earth, right? Yet he chose to be born in a manger. You know why? Because with this lifestyle, Jesus was, sh was showing that no matter where we start from, with God, what is important is that we walk the preparation steps in order to enter our call. No matter if you are poor, no matter if you have been abandoned, no matter if you have been rejected, or if you are serving in a simple, humble job. Jesus was a carpenter. And the Bible doesn't say that, but uh, I imagine, Pastor, I imagine Jesus cutting woods, you know. Zoom, zoom, zoom. And only Jesus could do this. You know, every carpenter usually misses a finger or two, right? 
And Jesus, as he was doing this, I guess sometimes he may have cut it off a finger. Boom. But because he was Jesus, he could put it back. <laughs> I want to show you another scripture. Jesus was not only submitted to his parents at a job, was a responsible young man, but Jesus was going in church every week. You want to see it? Luke chapter 4, the Bible says that when he came to Nazareth, where he had grown up, he went into the synagogue as he always did on the Sabbath. <laughs> Can you imagine the author of the Bible sitting for 30 years listening to somebody who was messing up his own words <laughs> and never say a thing, never criticize, never rebel, never split the church or never create little groups within the group he was showing us the way time of preparation is never wasted tell the person next to you is never wasted preparation doesn't depend on prophecy so many people because they had a prophecy all of a sudden, they feel they can skip the type of preparation and they can immediately do whatever the Lord has revealed them to do. But prophecy is a sign that is pointing to you the way so that you can take right decisions, so that you can marry the right person. Hello? So that you, in a way... If, you, if the Lord has revealed to you that you are called to travel the world, you don't get too involved in in-depth buying the, this huge house that you will never live in. Are you with me? I remember when I was uh, uh, younger, I used to hang out and date a beautiful girl. And uh, after, after all, I'm an awesome guy, right? <laughs> and uh, this girl really liked me and I really liked her but I knew in my heart that God has, had already revealed to me in person and also through prophecies that I had something to do for him places to go but there was some feeling between me and her that he was growing and it was really difficult to to break that relationship because now feelings were involved and yet, every time I would go home, I knew deep in my heart that she was not the one. Everything in me liked her, but in my spirit, I knew something was wrong. Every time God speaks to you in your time of preparation, is revealing to you not only what is waiting for you, but also what is not supposed to be next to you. Can I have a, an amen here? So, sometimes in life I've discovered that it's more important not only to know what I'm supposed to do, but really to know what I'm not supposed to do, where I'm not supposed to go, what I'm not supposed to buy, the company that doesn't belong to me. Why? Because I cannot water down what God is trying to accomplish through my life. And the call of God, are, it's, it's from heaven, but they need an answer from earth. 
And if you feel God is really calling you, and this is a time of preparation, you got to respond. You got to respond with fear and trembling in your heart because it's the living God who is pointing his finger at you. And every time you take a step, you have to remember whatever you are trying to do, that you are precious, that you are valuable, that you have a destiny, that the eyes of heaven are upon you. Maybe your parents have rejected you, but he has never and will never rejected you. His heart is beating fast for you and me. You are not an accident. You are not a coincidence. You were in the mind of God before you were in the mind of your parents. Your present may look like, not look like much. But God has in mind a great future for you. He is walking through your present with you to fortify you, to strengthen you, so that at the right time you can step into your call. Can we give a praise to the Lord together? So the first thing that the call of God will require of your life is uh, preparation. The second thing is transformation. Not many people. Many are called, but not many are transformed. You can be called, but not changed. Jude was called, but not changed. He knew where to find Jesus, and that's a secret that Jesus gives only to his people. But he used it for the wrong purpose. To betray Jesus. You can be called but never allow the Holy Spirit to walk deep into your heart. You can be called but never go into the journey. And allow the Holy Spirit sometimes even to break you. Want to reach thousands of people. I always wanted to do great things for the Lord. We We want the Lord to reach the thousands. And he wants to feed the thousand through our life. But in order to feed the thousand through our life, he has to break us in thousands of pieces like he did with the two fish and five loaves. Transformation. Tell the person next to you transformation. Romans 12 says, stop imitating the ideals and opinion of the culture around you. But be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit. As I was with this girl, as I was telling you, I remember one time as I was praying. And you know, sometimes you know inside, because the Holy Spirit works from the inside out. You know inside the reality, the truth. But in a way, you want to pray that truth out of you. In Italy, not here, but. And, I, and you know, instead of saying, Lord, what is what you want from me? It's like you're trying to change his mind. Lord, this girl is amazing. Lord, if she really gets to know you, wow. When she sings, she will look like Darlene Czech. After all, Lord, every great church has a blonde girl singing from the stage. 
And I was arguing with him. And I remember I was, as I was praying, I just saw a vision, quick vision. And I saw myself traveling the world. And in those days, I was in my early 20s. Not even my father, who is a pastor, was inviting me. But in that vision, I saw myself flying in Australia and flying in the States and flying and preaching to big crowds. And then all of a sudden, this old picture went into a garbage bin under, next to my foot. And the Lord said, if you get married with her, you're going to be a nice man. You're going to have a nice family, but forget about your dreams. Praise the Lord. <laughs> you know, sometimes we don't understand why God is avoiding certain things for us. Why God is... Is, is, is asking us certain things. But I want to tell you something. When he is asking you to give up something, is for your good. He knows the, the, the end from the beginning. He knows what's best, what's best for us. Now I have a beautiful wife, and together we are doing Equippers Rome. Together we are traveling the world. Together we have beautiful children. I couldn't be here if that day I was not willing to give up on something that the Lord was asking me to give up. It was not easy. I remember it was painful and it took me years really to get back in another relationship. But I knew it was the thing of God. I knew deep in my spirit. And we need, if you want to reach this nation, I'm speaking to you now as potentially the people that are going to change this nation and beyond. I'm speaking to you now like world changers. If you want to reach this nation, we have to be willing to pay any price the Lord is God is asking us to do. We have to be willing to step out of our dreams and get up of our comfort zone and go and do and go into our universities and really embrace the plan of God and never again be imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around us. He is inside of you and he's, from the inside he's inspiring you, he's leading you. Don't think you are too young. The first time I heard the voice of God in a tangible way, I was only 20. My first book, I wrote it in, at the age of 24. I have been traveling the world since I was young. And most of the messages I preach, I received when I was very young. God is not looking for you to get gray air in order to use you. God is looking for your willingness. Are you willing today? My third and last point, the Lord will require of us uh, preparation. He will require of us uh, many things, but something that we cannot skip. He will require of us transformation. Something we cannot skip is He will require of us to walk in revelation. Revelation. Say with me, revelation. We can only do the things of God in the ways of God. 
we can only do the, the things that God is, is asking us to accomplish with Him. He is not asking you to do something on your own. He is asking to do something with you. Say with me, God wants me to do it with Him. And revelation is progressive. Revelation will grow as you deepen your relationship with God. You will see things differently. You will move differently. The first thing you will understand as you walk with God is that the Holy Spirit is a person. And He wants to relate with you daily. He wants to relate with you like your best friend. One time, I was... I was a little bit upset with a situation and, and I tried to share it with my wife. I was expecting her to have a little bit of compassion on me. But as you guessed, she didn't have it. And I was upset and I was driving in my car and I felt misunderstood and I felt she was really not behind me in that moment. And then all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit, which is a person that wants to have communion with you, he spoke to my heart. And he said, Francesco, that that debt of relationship, that kind of love you are longing for, I am the only one that can give it to you. So many times we try to fill certain gaps in our heart through people through success, through so many different things. But only the person of the Holy Spirit can make you all. Only the person of the Holy Spirit and His revelation can make you understand why you were born. What you are supposed to do. The value you have. What a wonderful Lord we serve. And as you move in your revelation, progressive revelation, you will get to know the person of the Holy Spirit. You will get to know the principles of the Holy Spirit. The purposes for you and through you. And you will get to know the power of the Holy Spirit. I remember one time I was preaching in a nation called Romania in Eastern Europe. And as I was preaching there out in the street, it was dark and it was difficult and it was ugly. But I knew the Lord sent me to preach there. And I was preaching about Jesus. And I was preaching about He came to give us life. He came to give us life. And I was speaking about the life. Screaming. Declaring. He came to give us life. Not knowing that as I was preaching that message. There was someone. A woman. Really across the street. where In this square where we were preaching. That was paralyzed in bed. Because as they operated on her previously, something went wrong and she became paralyzed. And she has, had been paralyzed in that bed for, I don't know, for how many months. But as I was preaching, all of a sudden I hear people scream. And I was, as I was preaching, they interrupted my sermon. And I didn't know what was going on in that area. And they were screaming and I see this woman walking in pyjama. She couldn't, 
she didn't have time to change she couldn't wait to change she came out because as I said Jesus came to bring life life enter into her body and she stood up completely healed I'm here to tell you tonight the call of God will require steps from you the call of God will require time of preparation, require work, submission, helping somebody else's vision. The call of God will require allowing the Holy Spirit to transform you and to reveal to you. But the, the call of God will always cause you to live in an extraordinary adventure that you could never buy, that you could never build, that you could never put together on your own. I remember one time, I was, as I was working, before going in ministry full time, I have always been a person that likes to speak about Jesus to everybody. And even in my business, I was using my business as a place of evangelism. And I remember I spoke with a family there in the business, and then I totally forgot about them. And uh, after maybe a few months in my office, I received a phone call. And it was this woman. And she said, she was a little bit broken in her voice. And she said, Francesco, I remember one time you spoke about Jesus. Is that correct? I said, yes. You said that Jesus is powerful. You said that Jesus can do everything. Is that correct? I said, yes. And she said, I am in the hospital now and uh, I have lost my second baby she was pregnant and for the second time she lost the baby she was losing the baby and the doctor declared the baby death and she was bleeding and she was waiting for the doctor to remove the baby from her womb and she said I'm so desperate but in my desperation I just remember your words that Jesus can do everything. And I just thought about calling you. You know, when you obey the Lord, there will be times when the power of the Holy Spirit will use your mouth, will use your hands, will use your life, and you will be not the carpenter anymore. In that moment, you will move as a son of God. And I remember I prayed over that telephone. And I said, in the name of Jesus, I break the power of death. In the name of Jesus, declare life once again. I declare life over the baby. I close the phone call. After two weeks, I see the man. And I see the woman coming through the doors of my office. But she was still pregnant. They didn't remove the baby. Because when they went into the room to operate on her, they discovered that the baby came back to life. I'm here to tell you, you may spend your life to make a great living and build a great house and maybe have a boat and do something amazing for everybody else. But you were born for something bigger. You were born for something greater. This nation needs you. You have a great opportunity to respond to the call of God.
This day can be a turning point for your life where you can say, Lord, I'm willing. I'm willing to get prepared. I'm willing to be transformed. I'm willing to allow your revelation to move me step by step into whatever you have for me. Hallelujah.